When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Take the Black Live, the weekly show where myself, Dan Selke of WinnersComing.net, and Mia Johnson of DorkSideOfTheForce.com and WinnersComing.net talk through all things sci-fi, fantasy, movies, TV, so you get the information everyone else isn't willing to give you. And we are back here in the studio after a couple of weeks with special guests. If you're wondering, the reason that we do it remote is because we don't have the technology to kind of pipe in a guest and be in the studio. So whenever we're three people, it means that someone's on with us and they can't be physically here. That's a long explanation. You get it. And hello, everybody. Um, good to see you. <laughs> hey, Rodrigo. Hey, Julie. Hey, Rodrigo again. And Mia, I haven't seen you in the flesh in a couple of weeks. Anything notable happen? Um, I did my hair last night. That happened. It looks nice. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, that's probably the extent of it. Did anything uh, happen to you? Absolutely nothing. Just the way we love it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Change is scary and terrifying. And hello, Christian. Although plenty of things did happen in the world of nerdery, and we should get talking about it immediately. I mean, actually, I'm, 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 I'm not even lying. This was a huge week for lots of things yeah. coming out. It was pretty rapid fire. We have to start, as of course we must, on this Game of Thrones initiated podcast with some Game of Thrones news or rather news about House of the Dragon, the upcoming Game mm. of Thrones prequel series on HBO and HBO Max coming September 2022. I don't know why I'm trying to be all um, kind of a announcer about this, but um, I guess I am. Um, basically, we're having lots of set videos and they released a new bunch of uh, casting announcements mm -hmm. official made. finally official yeah. <laughs> yes we knew some of these but some of these we did not so it's right. fun we know it's going to play some of these characters including outlander veteran graham mctavish who was probably the biggest name of this group 
I never actually seen him in anything, but I know he's 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 a popular character <laughs> right. who has a fantasy face, doesn't he? He really don't you does. want that guy to be on a horse in some armor <laughs> and saying thee and thou and stuff? I do. He's he just, got the face for it, and I'm really excited. Like, it's, yeah, I don't watch Outlander either, so I don't really know much about him or his character. I've just kind of have brushed up on him recently, but he looks fit for the part, whatever and whoever he is. I, I mean, it doesn't even it's, matter. Yeah. Like, he's Queen Cersei. Like, yeah, I buy it. I can buy that. Um, anyway, he's playing Sir Harold Westerling. He is the Lord Commander of the Kingsguard under King Viserys Targaryen I. He's a captain of the guard. Okay. Um, again, kind of nice. So, there aren't many just, like, nice people in this story mm-hmm. who are just uh, decent and trying to do the right thing. He's one of them. He's a pretty good guy. Okay. So, of course, he dies early. Was this one of the characters that we had... Um we did. Uh, okay. We Ooh, did don't you love spy a this gentleman um, on the set of House of the Dragon, and we did kind of deduce he was probably playing this guy, wow. and we were right. Wow. It's good to be right. I mean, Props. Let's, let's be honest, Reddit was right, and we were also <laughs> right with him. But um, yeah, good to know. Not a giant role, but it's cool. I also like that he's like the biggest celebrity, and I just like that there aren't a lot of giant celebrities. It's like Matt Smith, and that is it. Which yeah. I think is fun. Yeah. I mean, and I'm especially not super duper attached to this anyway. So, anyone oh, yeah. you cast, I'd be like, okay, whatever. Um, I can't imagine something like too huge getting a huge celebrity rollout and me being super excited about it. I think it's kind of... Which I think why the internet reacted in mass hilarity <laughs> when just the entire half of Hollywood was in the Super <laughs> yeah. Mario movie over the weekend. Yeah, that or the Netflix thing with Leonardo DiCaprio um, and like a bunch of other... I, th- I don't know if that's Helen Mirren in it, but it just looks really wacky and it's like, why are all these people it here? It looks silly. Yeah. Like whenever they have that many people in yeah. one place, it's like they just kind of opened IMDb and said, I'll take it. Like yeah. that guy, that one, do that. You know, the only thing I'll take that for is Knives Out too. I think people are really excited for that. But it felt like they were being cast yes. in the Avengers. You can tell, can't you? You can kind of tell when like they cast somebody and you're like, oh, you thought about that and like kind of got them. And then like with the Mario thing, like you just threw people at a dartboard <laughs> and just random people with like this many followers. And then you kind of exactly. called them up, didn't you? That's what it felt like there. As Julie says, he's very good in Outlander. He has a very broad Scottish accent, so it'll Ooh. be good to hear him if he loses it. Um, I'd love trying we'll to... We'll uh, Scot- have Scotland if, Week. Call That's... about my accent. Call this number. <laughs> um, we also got uh, some other important characters. Ryan Core as Sir Harwin Breakbones Strong. <laughs> <laughs> too much? That is too much, yeah. I'm sorry. That's a great Sir name. Sir Harwin Strong. Okay. Yeah, that is a funny name. I said it out loud, yeah. I might have to tone some of this stuff down. <laughs> That's his real nickname, huh? His real nickname is Breakbones. Oh, man. Yeah. With that face, too. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, what a combination. <laughs> what do we have? Who, who is this character, Dan? Okay. So, remember I've talked about um, Rhaenyra, daughter of the king, marries a gay guy mm-hmm. uh, because of politics and then has a lover with whom she has three children who are probably not her gay husbands, but it's that guy's husband. That ah, guy's children. okay. He is... Uh, Rhaenyra Targaryen's side piece. <laughs> okay. Right. He's the reason why the children don't have don't Targaryen have blonde, blonde wigs. Hair. Yes. <laughs> the Party city wigs. wigs. Yeah. 
Okay, you and know what? apparently his name is hilarious. It's one of those things where, like, I read that name and it never really crossed me. Like, that's a stupid name. But then when you say it out loud, yeah, that's kind of dumb. I'm just a fan of, and this is really niche for me, when people have, like, middle nicknames, you know, mm-hmm. kind of in the middle. Like, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is just so hilarious to me. Yeah. I don't know why. It just is. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, should be an interesting character. I don't know how involved he's going to be, you know, just because he is he's involved dish. Okay. Like, and he has a ri- and he has a rivalry with the other, remember the other dude, the Kristen Cole, the Kingsguard Knight who was with Rhaenyra and then they break up mm-hmm. and then he's all bitter about it for the rest of his life. Like, I think they fight at a duel and one of them, I think Kristen hurt Sam really badly, but whatever. It's hilarious. It's like every time you tell me about these characters, it's like 50 first dates. It's like it, it all just slowly comes That's back to me. Experience, Matt. And then I forget it as soon as we leave. <laughs> and then I remember it as soon as we come back next week. 50 first dates. That is a, that is a fun deep cut. I like that one. Uh, next we got, oh, I did not. Okay. I mean, I, I excited a bunch. We got Bill Patterson as Lord Lyman Beesbury. We got a bunch of people here. Beesbury. Lord Lyman Beesbury. <laughs> Who's hey, worse? George R. R. Martin, there are actual Rowley. British people with names that sound that silly, okay? There just are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. I, that is funny. I was um, looking at like a random London travel video last night because I like to watch travel videos. Like they do have some really silly, funny names. No? Quanch whistle. Yeah. Again, this Bird is... fossil, that kind of thing. <laughs> Can't even make it through the rest of the show. Um, all right, Lord Beesbury. Lord like, Beesbury. Like Burberry, like the, the like Burberry, jacket. Yeah. Okay. okay. He has a fun bit. He's like an older, kind of a calm guy on the King's Council, and he has a great scene. I'm just going to tell you his death scene now because it's fun. He, 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 exists, he exists to die. Okay. He has this great bit where early on, it's like after the king dies... And then the whole thing is who secedes him, right? And Rhaenyra is his daughter. And then Alicent is his second wife. And Alicent wants their son to secede him. So when the king dies, Rhaenyra is away. Like she's at her home on Dragonstone. So Alicent's there. And she's like, okay. She like gathers all the council members together in a room. She's like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to crown my son as quietly as possible. And... <laughs> We're going to get everything in order. So by the time we announce it, it'll be too late for Rhaenyra to do anything. Like, that's my plan here. And then everyone's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. except for Lord Beesbury, who stands <laughs> up and be like, are you people nuts? The king wanted his daughter to inherit. You're being freaking traitors. And then it literally becomes that meme where someone suggests something bad in a boardroom and he gets tossed out a window. Because <laughs> Kristen Cole literally tosses him out the window. And it's basically like any other any other objections. Anybody else want to crown Rhaenyra? No? Anybody? Going once, going twice? Great. Wow. Sold. We're going to crown this guy. All right. So he's like the first one to die in the war, technically. <laughs> Beesbury is the living meme. I will etch he, that he into my He is the memory. living meme. It's almost too easy. <laughs> I think we do. We need you to like, for my sake and maybe for everyone's sake, to record you saying all of this you know who each character is how they all fit put on a vhs tape and every every morning when i wake up (laughs) yes when i wake up i'll play the tape i'll remember everyone i can get my stories on winter's coming and go to sleep forget about it play the tape all over the next day these are great information it's great information (laughs) and like i highlighted those three but there are also other folk i'm gonna Mm -hmm. read their names and see if they're funny or not okay so we got Gavin Spokes as Lord Lionel Strong, who is Breakbones' dad. <laughs> when you put it like that. Yes. We got, here's a good one. He got Matthew Needham as Larry's Strong, 
who is Breakbones' little brother. Okay. He does this thing sometimes where he, like, just... When Martin's, like, not in the mood to make a real fantasy name, mm-hmm. he'll, like, take a normal name and just, like, change it just a little bit. Like, there's a guy in the sh- in the Game of Thrones called Kevon Lannister, like an yeah. Uncle Lannister, and he's like, that's just Kevin, you replaced an A for an I. That's all you did. Um, and here it's, like, Larry's with a Y and an yeah, S. Yeah, that's but- very Star Wars-like. They started getting lazy. There is a character just straight up named Dan. And I was like, all right, you know, <laughs> what are we going to do about it? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Who else? Dan Let's Skywalker. See. Okay. We got that. Uh, we got David Horovich as Grand Maester Melos. All right. It's fine. Who's just like, um, he's a, he's a even handed temper kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, then we have Jefferson Hall as twin brothers, Jason Lannister straight up and Tyland Lannister. Because you got to have Lannister twins if it's a Game of Thrones show, I guess. Uh-huh. Well. It must run in their family. I suppose so. It could. I don't know how twins work. Genetics. It's very complicated. Mitosis. Yeah. Where? What are we listening? Oh, someone um, in our group was talking about having twins um, in their who, family. Who? Where they say... Um, <laughs> who was the twin? They have twins like every other generation. Was that our dear oh, friend? Oh, was have twins, like literally. <laughs> like, is it Matt? <laughs> I think it was our dear uh, Cody Schultz, I think, dropping his right. name in there where he says he they have twins okay. every other generation. So maybe that's how the Lannisters Any work. twins out there? Yeah. How do you work? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's some good information on House of the Dragon. It's mm-hmm. exciting. They're, they're, they're filling out the cast. We got more stuff. I like that it's a big cast. I like that they're embracing the bigness. Yeah. Because that made Game of Thrones special. Like, the just the almost impenetrable massiveness of mm-hmm. it and all the people you had to remember. I thought it was important. Yeah. And I, I'm glad they seem to be taking that on again. You know, it makes me wonder, like, where the Stan accounts are going to merge from. I mean, obviously, Amelia Clark has got a huge, huge, huge following. I mean, lots all and lots this, of like, fans. family crap I'm, I, I'm describing, I'm sure people will take sides like, are you with the gay husband, Lenor? Are you with Breakbones? <laughs> are you Kristen Cole? Are you Team Rhaenyra? Are you Team Matt Smith, who she also gets with? Yeah, I'm going to be interested in following this specifically, like the whole Twitter reaction to each of these characters. Me too. Because it could, like, be in Popmatic really easily. But we'll see. It'll be fun. Um, George Martin also, also got in the podcast, talked with it about a bit. Nothing really to say. Um, there are 17 dragons coming on the show. That'll be nice. Lots of um, special effects. Good for it. I'm just looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. And um, probably more than any of the other big Samsung sci-fi shows coming up, I'm looking forward to this one the most. Okay, Mia, and everyone, you out there in internet land, okay, um, what's, uh, you can choose oh. one. Oh. Okay, Wheel of Time, House of the Dragon, uh, The Lord of the Rings, those three. <laughs> oh, out of three? Yeah. Ooh. Wheel of Time, House of the Dragon, or Lord of the Rings. You know what? I'm like almost leaning towards the Wheel of Time, but that's only because I've seen the trailer. Um, And the trailer looks really interesting, and I really love Rosamund Pike. Um, I would say House of Dragon would be second, so if they can one-up that trailer. And then Lord of the Rings third, because I've seen the movies. I don't know. I'm sure Amazon will add something to the series, and it'll be great, but I'm not necessarily like super-duper excited for it. I'm curious. I mean, yeah, we'll see. And they're all coming out the same year. Oh, no, they're not. What time is coming out this year? It's going to be a big year, though, for this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And we'll see if anything survives after it. All right. 
So that's what's happening in the corner of Westeros. Pretty exciting stuff. Good, good, good. Okay, next, in our rolling out of just huge news, Netflix held this event mm-hmm. over the weekend called the... Where, where do you fall on to dumb as a name for the event? I like to doom. To doom? Yeah. Oh, it's to doom? That's what I liked it because it ma- it's the sound that... I don't think that's a good description. I don't think either one of them sounds like... I think it's like... It sounds like the Law and Order sound like boom, boom. Well, to me, I thought it was supposed to be like ta-da. And I thought maybe it was an alternate spelling on ta-da. Like, here we have all this stuff to show you ta-da. But no, I think I like... I mean, it's interesting. You know, you start Netflix and it goes... And then you start the show. I get it. So that's what that was based on. I don't think... Yeah, maybe not necessarily clever, but maybe it'll catch on. It's cute. <laughs> but anyway, they announced a whole bunch of stuff. And I thought we just... Let, let's do this. Let's mm-hmm. go through each... Some of the big highlights. And you guys tell me how excited on a scale of 1 to 10 you are about these things. Because they're, they're, they're bringing it to... Okay, the biggest one probably had to be for me... Netflix is going really hard on The Witcher, man. Yeah. Um, they got season two of the show coming up. They sh- showed off a bit of the live action prequel Blood Origin. They're making another anime movie and they're making a Witcher kids show. Oh. <laughs> that is for <laughs> shows all up in Witcher things. Yeah. And only one season out. Like they are... Depending on this, it must be doing spectacularly. Like, they are really going to make this their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because the reception to The Witcher is interesting because you had a lot of people go on and watching it. And, like, nonstop when it came out, everyone was talking about The Witcher. Like, fine, I'll watch The Witcher. And even though... Yeah, like, even though... It was not that great, or at least, you know, some people have their own opinions. It was not that great. Um, I think Netflix just really wanted to go full steam ahead with this. Probably, I think they thought maybe be uh, more well-received. And so they're like, we're just going to make it happen. Like, we're <laughs> we're just going to keep going. We're going to make Fetch happen. And <laughs> you're going to get all the Witcher stuff um, you could possibly imagine. I mean, it doesn't really matter if it's well-received or not, right? I mean, like, Fast and Furious... Critics don't like those, but yeah. they keep making them because they're yeah. all really popular. And that's fine. Um, I just didn't think it would happen with that show. I honestly didn't. I didn't think this would be the one to blow up like this. Mm-hmm. But good for it. Um, I'm not sure how they do a Witcher kids show. There are some things it doesn't really like graft onto. Yeah. Like, it's a problem for these franchises, right? Like, The Walking Dead gets huge. And then what you want to do is... Like, sell little lunchboxes to six-year-olds. <laughs> but you can't because the show is about people's faces off. Yeah. Same thing with the Witcher kind of thing. Yeah, I was like, do they expect the kids to come in and watch the series beforehand? And why would they in the first place? Just so that they can watch the children's series? Or will the path kind of be paid? But then it sets up. It's like, oh, I like the Witcher cartoon series. So I'm going to watch <laughs> the real one. And then, you know, they get a face full of everything that's going on in that. <laughs> Witcher babies. I loved this one as a kid. I mean... One other quick, it, the, the, my, I had some other brilliant comment. I forgot what it was. Oh, well. Um, yeah, Witcher. Oh, I was going to say, that's why Disney is so careful to keep Marvel and Star Wars like just at like a soft PG-13 mm-hmm. and never have it go any harder than that. Because they know the most money is from where you can keep it as kind of broadly appealing as possible. Yeah. So you can get the lunchboxes. And you can also get adults who are probably too old for it, um, like cosplaying and like battling and stuff. Like you, <laughs> like you, 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 you have to serve all the audiences. Yeah. You can make the money. Make the money. 
Um, we also got a scene from the fourth season of Stranger Things, which was pretty cool. It like had like a flashback to the 50s yeah. and uh, black and white creepiness. And then it kind of cut to this and they're in a haunted house. Yeah. Stranger Things is an interesting show because they have not franchised it out somehow, even though they've come this far. Mm-hmm. I get the idea that's because the guys behind it do seem like they're pretty passionate about it. Yeah. And I'm going to guess they've said no and I'm going to guess Netflix has asked them about 30 kajillion times. Yeah, yeah. Because I wrote something. And I think they're uh, weakening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I wrote something up today where um, when the CEOs of Netflix was talking about potentially like maybe having a Stranger <laughs> Things spinoff because they were like, wow, you know, uh, viewership for season three was through the roof, you know, and imagining what other possibilities there can be. And I was like, so why, you know, if they were so willing to put out The Witcher early and just green light all these spinoffs, no matter what, why did it take Stranger Things so long to get a spinoff? And it's still not really confirmed. And I do have a suspicion that it is the Duffer brothers. I think and so. They, my suspicion. they might have a thread of self-respect just to say, <laughs> hey, we want to make what we want to make. We want to be self-contained um, and we don't need an 11 spinoff. Or we don't need anything like that. Um, but I mean, after a while, yeah. just the, the constant questions and also like the dump trucks of money keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger it's sick and twisted come on netflix first you know they like what was the other thing about i've been on like a netflix beat kind of where they had the free netflix subscription for people in kenya and they were like you know we're gonna offer you free subscription and you know you get to see the netflix originals but there's a catch because it's only you know a limited amount of content and hopefully that means you're gonna become a full subscriber so you know, the 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 canvassing and campaigning never stops for Netflix, I suppose. <laughs> I mean, for any, like, thing that wants to grow. Most yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to the fourth season, though. It looks yeah. cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. The fourth season, for things. sure. Yeah. It is in that sweet spot, those gender things, where it is like that kind of Star Wars Marvel thing, where it uh, is broadly appealing, you know? Because it's yeah. not too intense. I think, is there a cursing on the show? I think a little bit. I think bit. so, yeah. But not like a ton. Yeah, you can you can be like a tween or so making out of this. It it is kind of scary, more scary than some of the other things sure. out there. Um, but yeah, oh yeah, the thing I was gonna say was the going back in time to the fifties really interests me because it does feel like they're switching it up. We're not just stuck in the eighties or stuck in sure. Hawkins. I know they want to have like this Russian prison thing too with um, oh right yeah, <laughs> David yeah. Harbour's character. So. We'll see. I, I obviously I fade in and out of liking Stranger Things just because it's like it, you know, it's, it's not been my two favorite. Years. Yeah, but it's it's I respect it exactly. It's, yeah, it's, it's well done. Um, and as Christian says, he wants to pedal the bastard's lunchbox. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Not for my kid, for me. <laughs> Carrying it around. Look what I got. Taking it to the office. Uh, we also got a trailer for Vikings Valhalla, the next Viking follow-up. Interesting story there because Vikings was on history and it oh, blew up all things. Yeah. And now Netflix gets the sequel, which is set like 100 years later with different like sort of historical figures, like kind of doing real historical things, but not really. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was a fun kind of early post Game of Thrones show with boats and armor and history it was not very <laughs> historical unquote, yeah. but it was fun it was a good show so I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that oh i mean you kind of watch anime sometimes um here and there you yeah. watch cowboy <laughs> bop i did not but i did watch the um preview that they 
split out. And I think the, the only... The live um, action credits. Yeah. Credits. The only thing that I know of Cowboy Bebop is when I would watch Adult Swim at night and eventually Cowboy Bebop would come on and I would hear the theme. And I'd be like, oh, that is such an awesome theme, but I would never watch it past that. So it was kind of weird watching the live action um, trailer that they released and hearing that theme because it felt nostalgic, but right. I wasn't nostalgic <laughs> for the yeah. characters. I was just like, oh, yeah, this is that thing. I love that thing. <laughs> but not it really. looks interesting. I, I rewatched the show recently just kind of, I don't know, it was like easy to watch. I'm like, why not? And that little preview they had, they were so much slower, and like kind of less animated. Yeah. It is a weird thing. Like if, if you're going to like make a live action thing, add an animated thing. I, I feel like they might be shooting themselves in the foot by like trying to go for the exact same thing. Cause you're not going to, it's like, it's, it's too different, mm. but we'll see what happens yeah. with that. Yeah. I'll I'll be curious. I'll probably watch the first one of those yeah. and see how it goes. But uh yeah, interesting swing there. Um, how about this? Tiger King <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah, Coming that up. you know, a bit of surprise. You but tell also me because I didn't know this one. So what is it even about? Tiger King two. That's a good you know, I just saw the headlines and I'm not even quite sure what they do want to say about Tiger King two because the guy is Joe Exotic. Is Joe Exotic yeah, Joe Exotic has gone out. to prison. And I'm I'm trying to like speed through, you know, this new trailer. It's coming November 17th already. So, yeah, I'm like, I don't necessarily know what they have to offer in terms of adding to this story, you know, adding to maybe the phenomenon Tiger King. Carol Baskin, Carol Baskin. go dance with the stars. They can cover that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I completely forgot about that. So, I think it might be more on the also, phenomenon. Also, Team Carol yeah. here. Ooh. You're, oh, you're in defense of Carol. Oh, Absolutely. I'm glad she killed him. Carol Basket. What was that TikTok dance that they had? I didn't know the TikTok dance. <laughs> oh, it's it's something. Um, but I guess I'm looking forward to it. I think Tiger King was just this weird thing where it was like right at the beginning of the pandemic, we were yeah, going up, insane in our homes, watching Tiger King, melting our brains. And this was just <laughs> like, we had nothing better to do. So I, I'm interested to see how this plays out now that, you know, our lives have moved on and maybe Tiger King isn't what the country needs anymore. <laughs> We'll see. Yeah. I, I'm predicting failure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, another one that you're excited about. Uh, speaking of Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things, she'll be coming back for Enola Holmes 2, playing the yeah. little sister of Henry Cavill's yeah. Sherlock Holmes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I just, I love, love, love the first movie. It was really charming. And Millie Bobby Brown is never, like, has never been an actress that I've been, like, super duper fanatic about. I just you know, happened to be okay with her. But when I saw her in this, she was really, really good. I really appreciated her role. Mm -hmm. um, I loved Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes. And um, so I did, <laughs> and this is a children, like a young reader series, sure. but I bought the books anyway. So I, I need to read the second book um, because I kind of want to be like, Ooh, I'm ahead of the, ahead of the pack. And I know what's going on. Oh, that's right. It's like, uh the next book is being adapted? I, I actually don't know because in the teaser, the boy who plays um, Lord Tewksbury, another English British. name, yeah, <laughs> said he was returning. And I thought the story moves on from him in the book. So we'll see how that plays out. I thought he was a cool guy anyway. So if they want to bring him back, I'm like, sure, I'm not faithful to Enola Holmes like that, but I'll watch it anyway. Cool. Yeah. Let's Google stupid British name. <laughs> AKA. <laughs> well, these aren't bad. Ian? This isn't stupid. Anger, Rupert, Daphne. There we go. Okay, I'm done. What are you looking at? Nola Holmes? No, I just Googled oh. dumb British names. And um, I think they're wrong. These are the most. 
These are mostly fine. <laughs> Shep, Bert, Gertrude, Donald, Rufus. These, these, this is insulting. Cuthbert. There, that's a weird one. Okay. Tread. Oh, I like that one. Tread. Tread. Tread Baxby. <laughs> <laughs> Cricket captain. I mean, well, nothing tops my dear Benedict Cumberbatch. So that, oh, that one true. always is in my heart. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch sounds like a... um a region of medieval England that everyone thought was better left to the past. <laughs> also a talented actor. Okay, anyway, and my personal favorite thing that came yeah. out of the Netflix uh, to dumb event was the teaser for the Sandman, um, which is Neil Gaiman's uh, graphic novel back from the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. That is, I don't remember his name, some dumb British name. Sure. Um, That's the Thomas guy, isn't it? It's always a 50, 50 chance. Uh, Thomas guy? Tom Sturridge. Yes. Tom Sturridge as Dream. <laughs> Always a hard thing to um, explain Sandman, but it's like, it's a phantasmagoric trip through uh, time, space, history, the present, the human heart, the human mind, where it's about a group of anthropomorphic personifications of different aspects of the human condition, Mm -hmm. such as dream, death, desire, destruction, the whole gang. Um, And they just kind of go on very internal, thinky, but also very kind of wild and wacky and funny adventures, too. And it it has a through line. It's very conceptually ambitious. Uh, it's, I'm, I'm, I'm very curious. It, it kind of goes like all over the place. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's very, there's, there's a through line, but it's also serialized. Like s- some of like the most famous or most popular stories are like, there's one where they go back to Shakespeare times and you learn that he was inspired to write Midsummer Night's Dream by literal dream. And they have <laughs> like literal fairy folk come to watch the inaugural performance, which is fun. Um, a great one is a, a serial killer convention oh. where there's a famous, not, I'm, I'm not keep saying famous, like these are famous people, um, character, a serial killer who has like eyes, teeth, mouths for eyes who escapes from the dreaming realm. Ooh. It's just really, really dense and cool, mm-hmm. but also like fun. It, yeah. it, it, it has some humor about itself. So, uh, it's it's a tall undertaking like this like we, we we say like the Lord of the Rings or House of the Dragon or Wheel of Time are like ambitious and they are from like a poor money into this perspective because there are seventeen dragons who have to animate like this is more like um it's gonna be hard to get your hands around the writing and the production of this from like what the hell do you even put on the screen what do you leave <laughs> off um but I'm looking forward to it a lot because yeah. it is I I I like seeing ambition I like mm-hmm. seeing people take big swings. And Charles Dance from Game of Thrones is in it as uh, a yeah. Tywin Lannister. Um, yeah, Stephen the... Fry is in it as a oh. sailor's dream made flesh. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen Fry being a dream. Hmm. Uh-huh. What a guy. A sailor's dream. Okay. Sailor's dream. <laughs> okay. And a lot of other actors are in it. Oh, Gwendolyn Christie is Satan. Yeah, yeah. Lucifer. That'll be fun. So, yeah, really interesting. And I'm curious to see how this is going to go. I'm, yeah. I, that's probably the thing I'm most excited for on Netflix over the next, like, year. Definitely mm-hmm. above any of all of this. Does any of that do anything for you? Um, The trailer looked really good. High quality again. Yeah. You know, like, with this finally being produced, him having the confidence for someone, you know, in the year 2021 to finally make the Sandman. Mm-hmm. Um, I have high hopes for it. Yeah, I have high hopes. I don't know how, um, how wacky and crazy it gets, but I do trust that they can pull through. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that very much. Just out of curiosity, purely. And if it's great, then awesome. Yeah. All right. So, 
another huge thing that happened, like in a week, I mean, full of them, Mia, take yeah. it away. What was happening oh in the world of, um, we're just going all British this yeah. week, aren't we? Okay. We're going British again. We're going over to the uh, over to the BBC, the Beeb, and talking about some Doctor Who news because uh, Doctor Who straight up announced uh, this past week that uh, original showrunner Russell T Davies is going to be taking over again, um, which just seems it just seems so out of the blue. <laughs> they were like, it feels like the kind of thing fans dream about yeah. and write about on Twitter like happened. Yeah, yeah, you know, you're always like, Russell T. Davies needs to come back. Stephen Moffat and Chris Chibnall are awful. I wish, you know, things were... You know, and BBC was like, okay, it's done. <laughs> and you're like, oh. It's, <laughs> guy, it, it's the guy who kickstarted Doctor Who back in 2005 when it came back after decades off the air or decade and change. Right, yeah, they had like a failed... I don't know if it was a TV movie or something in the 90s and they were probably like, oh, who needs Doctor Who? And then Russell T. Davies came back for, you know, the brand new season one with Christopher Eccleston and Billy mm-hmm. Piper. And yeah, that was, I, I was telling you, I think it was like one of the first shows that I binged watched. Um, yeah, yeah, you were talking it, it was on Netflix. Yeah. I was in high school <laughs> and I was really like, okay, I was super against watching Doctor Who because I have a friend. <laughs> I love this friend to death, but she would talk about it and it just seemed so nerdy to me. And I guess I was oh, trying same. to hide. I was like... I don't want to be a nerd. I don't want to be associated with these things. Please. I just want to be in. Now you're on a podcast literally about nerd. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I gave it a try. I watched a couple episodes here and there and I don't, I was just really captivated by it um, because it was really wacky. Like, yeah, you've got cats who are running a hospital and you've got a lady who's, you know, just a sheet of skin who needs to be you moisturized. Um, Lady Cassandra. So it's like, it was so weird and wacky, but then like underneath it all, you start seeing, okay, he's building that, like, for example, you start seeing bad wolf everywhere and you're like, why does that keep popping up? And then that gets resolved or, um, you have that emotional finale with like Rose and the doctor and they get like left behind in a different dimension I recall that, yeah. and you're like, whoa, right in the fields, man. <laughs> so yeah, I think that Whatever um, Russell T. Davies brought in his first, I think it, I had said like five or so seasons before he left. Yeah, around that. Just seemed to be kind of drained by the time Stephen Moffat took over. Um, maybe he kept it going um, with the first like season or two with Matt Smith, which I seem to enjoy. But after that, it just, it seemed like the flavor was gone. It seemed like there was no like, chore. yeah, there was no care for the characters, the companions. It was just, okay, we're going on the mission and we're going to see what happens and maybe something wacky will happen. So <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Usually maybe not. There was one season for me, it was really rough. I think once we started getting into Matt Smith, um, I had just kind of given up because because of Clara, I did not like her as a companion. Wasn't that Peter Capaldi? Um, he inherited Clara. Um, oh, she was kind of like a switchover. I don't remember that. Fine. Yeah, at the very end, um, there was Amy Pond and Rory Williams. Remember them? And then they left. Um, they had something sad or maybe not. And then Clara happened. And I think the problem was um, Stephen Moffat was like trying to focus too much on Clara. And, you know, she keeps... She was really unrelatable because she would have one life and she'd have a different life. And there was nothing to anchor yourself onto with her character. Um, and then they, oh, then Stephen Moffat tried to introduce um, Lady Vastra, I believe. She was like a lizard Victorian woman. And she had, <laughs> yeah, a lover. Um, and she had a butler. And I was just like, 
no, I'm out. I can't. It just wasn't clicking with me anymore. I mean, I will say, I wonder, I mean, I get the folk are excited that this guy's coming back. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I mean, like, what, what are his seasons thought of as great because it was all new? We were exploring some new territory. Like, it might just be the show, as any show gets older and kind mm-hmm. of starts exhausting things, it usually, you know, runs out of creative juices a bit. And you can rejuvenate it, as Doctor Who does. Right. But I don't, I mean, I guess I wouldn't expect the show to just be like, popular, everybody loves it now, forever and ever. Because, <laughs> like, it, 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 it's still gonna, they still put some miles on that thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can only do the, like, Daleks, you can only have so many times. Cybermen, you can only have so many times. And the Doctor's story, you mm-hmm. can only add on to so many times. But, like How I was saying... How much more can the Daleks be? <laughs> yeah. So I was saying, I think if we have a real companion focus season next time, mm-hmm. um, you know, we've got the new comedian guys, a companion, okay. um, Graham and Ryan are gone. So we've got Yaz left over. There's going to be a brand new doctor as well. So it's really like, in most senses, a clean slate. And so now it'll be up to Russell T. Davies to really bring some life into those companions because to me, Yaz and Ryan and Graham really had no personality either. Um, they always just seem to be a little too dependent on the doctor. Like, oh my God, I I love the doctor and my life is like miserable without her. What am I going to do? And it's like, chill, <laughs> do something else, you know? So yeah, I don't know if he's going to turn it around completely. I think he will bring some fresh ideas in here. It was his, you know, brainchild in the beginning. So was, yeah. man, it's yeah. a cool internet story. It just, yeah. this kind of thing just does not happen. Yeah. The internet wins. Well, I mean, if this is what we were asking for, we'll see, you know, if it ends up being, you know, like the glory days, like the old days. Um, but it is, it's, it's a trial to see for sure. Very nice. And uh, this week, we didn't really have like a what are we watching section because there was so much news. But uh, are you watching anything, Mia, really quick? Am I watching anything? Um, ooh, I am almost caught up on what we do in the shadows. I saw the casino episode. That was, that was okay, so, that was so good. And um, actually. This is science. <laughs> this is a turtle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, my gosh. I love that episode. Um, and. I saw Shang-Chi again in theater, Shang-Chi. Yeah. It is still number one in the box office. Could not beat Dear Evan Hansen. Or Dear Evan Hansen cannot beat Shang-Chi. So that'll be fun to see how box office plays it's out. still made less funny than Black Widow. I'm just pointing that, that out. Yeah, I, it's, it's, it is. Although it is like banned in China. They're not letting it play in China. That might be because China's a huge, huge, huge market. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Um, Venom is coming out next week. But like, obviously it, 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 it has Chinese characters in it and, that's purposeful in part of it because yeah. like Disney wants to appeal to again as many folk as possible. Mm-hmm. And China's is a huge market. Like there, I remember Iron Man three when the story was like they kind of inserted scenes for the Chinese version that involved oh, more wow. Chinese characters. <laughs> I think it was in uh, Age of Ultron too. So they're thinking about this. Yeah, and when they try to really make a movie with actual Chinese characters set in China. That's the one that gets banned. <laughs> yeah. Oopsie doopsie. Yeah. I'm sure they really, really, I'm sure Marvel, Disney really has a checklist and, you know, they, they kind of have like, I, yes, do. I don't want to get too involved in the politics of this, but it still oh, is entertainment. So I'm sure they do have an ambassador or someone like that to check on the script or to check on the editing. or check. So it, to me, it is still kind of funny that it is not cleared in China, um, despite all their efforts, because I know... 
I honestly don't think they would make a movie unless it would get cleared by China because it's just such a huge market. Um, well, I mean, it, it's it's so. I, I'm not sure they could like clear it first because you know. Oh no, you're when, right, right. When the finished thing comes, like they make a decision then. Like they, they're mm-hmm. you know, tyrannical governments are kind of volatile like that. <laughs> just, um, <laughs> it's gonna be the first fan sided podcast to get banned. <laughs> It's still it's freedom of speech. We're protected by the First Amendment. We have a constitution. And they aren't. (laughs) What is that supposed to mean? Hmm? So what is that supposed to mean? They don't have that. Oh, Oh, no, you're right. I was protecting myself just because of what we're saying. Oh, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, of course we are. But yes. And in China, there was the First Amendment. And um, they can do things like, I don't like his mustache. Banned. Yeah. So, yeah, it's complicated. But um, Disney, keep, keep on trying, Disney. You'll get it. You'll crack it. Maybe. I have no idea. Anyway, let's go on to the Wick News Lightning yeah. Round. Pew, 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 pew. Sorry, that was too quick. I know, I know, I know. Sorry. Here comes the thunder. <laughs> crash, 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 crash. Kablam. Where we go through some of the big stories of the week that we couldn't fit into the main show and get 20 seconds apiece to give our thoughts on them. Mia, are you ready? Yeah, let's go. Okay. <laughs> All right. The first story is... Okay. Um, <laughs> Chris Pratt is playing Super Mario, Jack Black as Bowser, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong, and so on in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Mia, your thoughts? Mm-hmm. Yahoo! Well, listen, you know, they were really reaching for this cat. I really don't know how to feel about it. I want to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know, even I can do like a Yahoo, yippee sort of thing. So who, you know, I think Chris Pratt could do it. It just seems like a jumble of actors. I know. Anya Taylor-Joy is peach. (laughs) I want to talk about that more. I really do. We could go on and on and on. I will say that there are some good reaction videos out there. People just losing their yeah. minds yeah. in Donkey, laughter that as was that hilarious. goes through. There's a guy named Arlo. Holy crap. I've never seen it. I, I just do the contagious laughter. Okay. Sorry. Okay. All right. <clears throat> um, J. Michael Straginski uh, is rebooting Babylon 5 for the CW. Yeah, Babylon 5. A really um, influential sci-fi show from the 90s. It kind of it kind of popularized like serialized fantasy storytelling. Like we have a lot to thank for that. Um, it was a cult show, big cult hit, but again, made back in the time when it was like, here's $5, make a show. Um, this could be big. I mean, like, it's it, it's kind of a reboot, but he is a pretty passionate guy, so I'm interested at the very least. And I was, mm, cool. We're not going to do well this time. We're, I'm, I'm, I'm too uh, hyped. Yeah. All right. This is another tough one. Uh, Mia, Marvel is suing the families of authors and artists like Stan Lee. Um because their copyrights are about to run out on these characters and they don't want their heirs to have any ownership share in them. Yeah, just the way you say that doesn't sound good, right? And I think this no. is a bad look for Marvel and Disney, especially with Scarlett Johansson. And now it sounds like they don't want to share their money and they don't want to give their money where money is due. So it's like, well, why wouldn't you want to, you know, help out these families who have these, you know, own these characters or should own them? Get less money. Yeah, exactly. So they did have one case where they lost to Jack Kirby, so... <laughs> all right Ooh, this one's good too oh okay we have a photo question dan mm-hmm. um we have succession season three character posters okay i am not a shipper i do not ship things but these posters did something to me 
Like, this show is very intense. I ship all these people. <laughs> and it, ju- it just looks good. I, I just want to watch it. I just want to watch it. I want to watch this series. It's such a good series. And um, the energy is just great. And it's funny. And it's dramatic. And those people, some of them might get it on. Two season okay. three. All right. Um, it, it, it feels so short. I'm so excited. All right, Mia. Um, Amazon officially orders a spinoff of The Boys. This one said it kind of like a superhero college. Yeah. Um, I'm really, I've been enjoying the world of The Boys. Again, this yeah. is this whole, you know, should they have a spinoff or should they just leave it alone? I really think it, it remains to be seen until we get the spinoff. Um, superhero college, it would be interesting because the way these superheroes are brought up to be brand names and be run under a corporation and all that good stuff. So, I mean, I'd be interested. I don't think I would not watch it. You get what I'm saying. <laughs> I tell you what you're saying. Okay. This was fascinating. I saw uh, Dan William Shatner might be heading into outer space Woo. with origin, blue, blue origin. It's on brand, isn't it? I mean, he'd be, he, he's 90 years old. Captain Kirk would be the oldest man ever to go into space. Wow. Although this is the fake blue origin Amazon space flight where you like break the atmosphere for eight seconds, then go back down. But it counts. Like what? Do you want to go into the freaking space station? Um, it's cool. I hope he does it. I hope there's a documentary crew filming him. I hope it's a uh, great moment. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. <laughs> Excellent. All right, Mia. Um, another photo question. What do you think of the first image of Game of Thrones veteran Peter Dinklage as Cyrano de Bergerac in the new movie musical? Cyrano. <laughs> yeah, this was something totally new for me. I have never heard of this before, but oh my gosh, I love, love, love Peter Dinklage. And I love musicals. So can I please hear Peter Dinklage uh, singing some songs? I'm I think pretty he's, curious. He's a pretty good singer. I feel like Is I've he? heard him sing before um, or maybe not, but I can just imagine that voice. He's got a great voice and he looks really cool. <laughs> Okay, final one. This one was pretty exciting. So we have another picture. The first image from HBO's The Last of Us. Yeah, that is um, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey as Joel and Ellie. Zombie Apocalypse series coming to HBO. Interpreted by a very popular video game. Look at it down plane. I mean, it's like hard to sell a post-apocalyptic zombie show in a world flooded with them. But this is kind of the prestige post-apocalyptic zombie show. Mm-hmm. At least that's what we're going to try to go for. I'm curious what we're going to try and do. I feel like we just, just, I was, I was really amped today because we were back in the studio oh, for the yeah. first time in a oh, while yeah. and I just, um, I was, didn't have all, all the things I could say about these things. I, some- I wanted to talk more. That Mario stuff, man. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know what to say. It is just a, it is, yeah, an alphabet soup of names. Um, Fred Armisen is Fred a character Armisen too. Cranky Kong. <laughs> yeah. Cranky Kong. Anna Taylor Joy is Pete. Yeah. Just like, it, it, it's, it's, they just look like they just, you know, talk to anybody in Hollywood and say like, just name a name, name a name. It just seems so random, which I mean, it's fine. Like they're going to make a Hollywood movie. It just didn't, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't seem like there's a ton of thought like put into like, yeah. but then who are those characters anyway? It is weird. It was weird. It's this weird confluence of like video game world, which for a long time doesn't have these kind of folk and just like, sort of like they're really just most obvious Hollywood you could think of. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. The only person missing was like maybe the rock. Like I'm surprised yes, they didn't absolutely. drop him that would, in that there. That would make a lot yeah. of sense. Like the rock as yeah. Goomba. <laughs> um, oh my gosh. I thought I was going to say something. Oh, Jack Black is Bowser. Yeah. 
I can only go, Mario, get out of there. He's doing like a rock, you know. <laughs> oh, God, You're going to face my wrath. <laughs> Remember when um, they debuted like a Sonic the Hedgehog movie? The internet got so mad at how he looked that they went and redesigned him completely. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. I do. Now, I do have faith in Illumination. They're a great animation studio. Um, the Minions things, right? All the Minions. <laughs> so, I do actually think the movie is going to be good. They have not disappointed me yet as far as animated films because they're kind of like the counter Disney, counter Pixar, um, at least animation wise, different movies, different stories. But, oh, man. Yeah, that cast is something else. I mean, I don't think I'll see it. I'm not planning to, but I... I grew up with Mario, and yeah. I, I just I can't not disentangle my feelings from this. So you're sticking a lot of Mario as a kid. Was that Bob Hoskins and Charlie <laughs> Sambo? Oh, I mean, at least that one was like so out of the blue, weird that uh, I I expected a little bit more. Yeah, the donkey video was like Whoopi Goldberg at yeah. Yoshi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's funny. Okay, yes, it does have us worked up. You're right, Christian. I'm worked up about this, but out of time and not really our wheelbox anyway wheel wheelbox wheelhouse (laughs) um thanks so much for watching we do this little show of ours every wednesday at 4 p.m central standard time here on the winter is coming facebook page and also the winter is coming youtube page and we are available in podcast form you can download us uh at you know google play itunes whatever podcasts are available if you want super awesome extra articles videos prizes i think we're going to have a new one coming up very very shortly for your wick club members you can join the wick club which is in the description of the video and also in the chat here just in case you're interested as always thanks for watching guys we'll be back here next week next wednesday have a lovely week and see you then bye This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.